0: Hello guys, welcome to Grace Vessel's podcast. My name is Victor. I hope you find today's message inspiring and thank you for listening.
1: Let us pray. Father, we bless you. Father, we thank you. We thank you for a day like this. We thank you for the death of your son Jesus Christ. We thank you because we are coming to know you more. We thank you because eternal life is thriving in our soul. We thank you for the love you've shown unto us, the love that is greater. We thank you, O Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise. You are worthy to be glorified. You are worthy to be magnified. You who is seated on the wings of the wind, we extol you unto your flesh shall come father we thank you father we pray that as we continue to learn from you this day that we will come to know you more that we will come to know you more that the love inside of us will be greater than any other we we'll pray this through christ our lord amen so my name is Hiram Sami, and we are here to discuss the love of god and this is the first part of the series right And just so you know, we hold these meetings once in a week, every Saturday. Uh, So I implore you to join us wherever you are. You can join us. You can um, set your schedule, set your time and take out time to listen to these teachings because it's going to bless you. It's going to add to you because the blessings of God added no sorrow. It's going to add value to your life. You can as well join us, you want to sponsor, you want to join this live meeting, you can as well give us a call, you can as well chat our admin up and um, you will be contacted. So very quickly we'll be discussing on love, 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 the love of God, God is love, love. So what do we see as love, right? What do we see as love? The Love we are talking about is not the... It's not the love um, two people play, it's not the role two people play where they come and they do I love you and there are feelings attached and then a series of things are done, okay? So it's not the love we are talking about, we are talking about the love of God, the supreme love, the love himself because God is love. So when we are talking about love, we are talking about God. And so today's scripture we're taking from John fifteen thirteen. I'm reading for King James Version and it says, Greater love has no man than this, that one should lay down his life for his friends. Greater love hath no man than this, that one should lay down his life for his friends. So there is no other love that is greater than this and this scripture when you take a critical look at it it takes us back to john 3 16 where it says for god so loved the world that he gave for god so loved it's not just god loved the world He so loved so there's an emphasis on soul there is an emphasis he so loved the world that he gave so first point first for love to strive in your soul they have to be a given. There have to be a sacrifice in place. Romans 12 says, um, I beseech you, therefore, render yourself as a living sacrifice. The living sacrifice there is the aspect of the love we are talking about. Where you have to lose your will, lose yourself, and the life you live becomes the life of God. You live your life according to the, according to the footprint of God that is the love we are talking about greater love had no man that you lay your life for your friend jesus came to lay his life down for each and every one of us he came to die so that we might receive the life that he had so there are two kinds of death now the death the first death is the normal one we have to you know die to attain glorification you see somebody has them um, passed on to glory exit of an icon you see those posters they post blah 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 you know gone too soon that's one death now the second death is the death you have to partake in to attain life it is that death that you need to go through to be able to assess the eternal life of god greater love had no man he didn't just he didn't just come to die he didn't just go through that path to die he didn't do anything wrong actually just to die he came he came he said he was he was accounted like a sheep for the slaughter he just came by himself he laid down his life it's not that they killed him they didn't kill him they didn't just arrest him for what he did he laid down his life just for us to have this eternal life, just for us to be one with God, just for us to be called the sons of God. And um, um, I have my co-speakers here. Abigail is here. Fumi is here. And I believe they too have so many things to share with us. So many things to share with us. So whatever we are doing, whatever we are doing as Christians, as believers, we should allow the love of God strive in our soul, in our mind, in our spirit, because we are in christ and where we are in christ anything that is not of christ is sin anything that is not of christ is not love so even when we are going through things even when things are not working out well for us we don't transfer aggression because we have a series of cases where you say ah i I am angry that is why i said what i said or i did what i did it means eternal life is not striving in your soul just yet If eternal life is thriving in your body, in your soul, and in your spirit, everything you do will emit love. Everything you do will emit love. So I implore us today, as we serve God, as we remain the righteousness of God, let love continue to strive in our soul. Whatever we do, we emit love. Whether things are going on well, things are not going on well. Uh, we failed our exams. We lost our jobs. We don't have food on the table. We had an accident. We did this. Things are just, life is just throwing so many things at us. We still have to emit the L-O-V-E, which is called the love. Because that is what God would want us to do. And that is what he did through his son, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Abigail, do you have anything to say to the love of God we are teaching today?
2: Okay. um, Hi, everybody. My name is Abigail. Um, To talk about the love of God, I will be taking um, Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5, verse 1. It says, be imitators of God in everything you do. For then you will represent your father as his beloved sons and daughters. Verse 2, and continue to walk surrendered to the extravagant love of Christ. For he surrendered his life as a sacrifice for for us. His great love for us was pleasing to God, like an aroma of adoration, a sweet healing fragrance. Basically, what I feel love is, um, love is God, and God is love. Christ was an expression of the love of God. And so because we are in him, we have every right and we have every capacity to be love, to become love. It was um, love that actually, it was love that, It was love that um, made Christ die on the cross to make us, it was love that love, the love of God. Okay, so um, it was love that made Christ die on the cross for us. Whatever um, Christ did for us, whatever Christ did on the cross was... Based on the love in God's heart, it was based on love. And so I feel like um, since we are, since we are the beloved of God, whatever we do, the love of Christ is in us to help us deposit that love to the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, and this, um, this took me back to the beginning. You know, it I've, I've, took me back to me and I, and I looked at Eden the way it is. Now, first of all, let me clarify the whole Eden and the garden because I found out that so many believers, you know, they have different um, disparities on Eden. First of all, the garden is inside of Eden, the garden is not Eden. It's like saying Okota and Lagos are the same. No. Okota and Lagos are not the same. Okota is inside of Lagos and that is how it is. The garden was inside of Eden. If you go to Genesis 2, read from the beginning down to verse 10, I think you will see where the water came out to water the garden that is of Eden. So the garden was inside of Eden. Now in that beginning, you found out that God gave an instruction. Mm? There was an instruction to be given. God gave it out and said, do not eat of this and that and that. But then man fell, right? Man fell because they listened to the gospel of sin. They listened to what the serpent had to say. Another clarification is man did not eat apple. Yes, apple is just a representation to help but trace. What actually happened in the garden. If you read your Bible closely, Genesis, what happened there was man taken from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? So now if we bring that back to the whole love of Christ which is our topic for the day you found out that you can't tell me God did not know what actually happened or what actually conspired. God actually knew what went on in that place, what went wrong? Our omnipotent, omniscience, and omnipresent God. But he still came down in the cool of the eve to call unto Adam, right? But then, when he asked questions, the response from Adam, said, Adam, Adam, where are you? And Adam said, I heard your voice, Lord, and I had to heed myself. That is the first um, um, first response that didn't go well, right? And he asked the next question. Which made, which made, um, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So, he called onto them, he called onto Adam, but Adam transferred responsibility to Eve and God, you know, moved his question down to Eve, what have you done? And Eve also transferred responsibility to the serpent. So, you see that ins- instead of answering the question on and on, they kept on transferring responsibility and in the process of that they don't they didn't know that they were transferring power down to the serpent and which caused the fall if they had let's say man up to say okay i did this i did that my eyes are open you know they showed just as we are doing today when we do something wrong we call back to the father we go back to the father we ask for forgiveness we begin to, you know, have a new relationship with him. If that was what had happened in the garden, by now, maybe, just maybe, the fall wouldn't have happened. You understand? So the love of God was always calling unto man. Is always calling unto man, I beg your pardon. The love of God is always calling unto man, Right from the Garden of Eden down to this age, God is always calling us. And God is always speaking. He is speaking from the prophets down to the apostles, down to our generation. He is always speaking. He is always calling on us. He is always knocking at the door. I don't know. But, but Brown, I don't know if um, um, you have anything also to add to the love of God. Because this is a very, very interesting topic. And um, I believe um, our listeners will also join us for next week. So, Brown.
0: Okay, thank you, Sam. Um, I'll be asking, so at this point, you're probably wondering how, how can I access this love of God that we've been speaking about all day, right? You've been wondering like, okay, what do I have to do to get access to this love? What do I have to do to end this love? And I have a surprise for you here. So if you open up your Bible to Psalms 86, verse 5, it says, For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all who call upon you. Right? So all you have to do, like there's nothing you can do to make God love you. There's nothing you can do to make Christ love you, right? There's nothing you can do, there's nothing you can do to stop him from loving you. Right? But you have to call upon him for mercy. Right? To to take advantage of this love, to benefit from this love intentionally, right? You have to call upon him and you have to seek him. Right. And yeah, yeah, it sounds very spiritual and all, but it's as easy as wanting to get close to a friend, right? All you have to do is seek out your friend, find out how your friend is doing, and he would respond back onto you. So today, we employ you, right? We employ everybody listening. Seek out Christ, right? Seek out your friend in Christ. Just take out a moment and say, Christ Jesus, I have been far away from you, and I just want to, I want to experience this love. I want to be conscious of this love you have towards me. And uh, while Fumi rounds us up, right, our, while our partner here, Fumi, rounds us up, just think about it and think about, when was the last time you actually called on Christ? When was the last time you said, you said a prayer, not out of necessity, not out of situation, not when something bad happened. When was the last time you were actually happy and you said, wow, let me pray about this, Right? God's love is not only when things are bad, man. He loves us when even when we are having a fun time with our friends. He keeps loving us. All right, Fumi. Um, uh, take us on to how just do okay. your thing.
3: Hello everyone. So my name is Fumi. So still on the topic love, um, as we all know, Lehman definition of love is having um, deep feeling and affection towards one another, someone or something. So um, today we'll be looking at the um, biblical view of what love is. Say love comes from God, and God himself is love. So for us to experience what um, true love really means, we should be able to have the mindset of Christ, because God is love, and true love actually comes from him. It lives inside of us. binds us as human together. Matthew twenty two thirty seven to forty talks about the greatest commandment, which speaks about love. It says, um, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul and your mind." That is, love God with your whole being, everything that represents you here on earth. Second part of it also talks about, "Love your neighbor as you love yourself." So, the way you love yourself, if you love yourself 100%, you should be able to love your neighbor 100%, if possible more. There there are a few things we attribute to God. Most times we say God is infinite, God is uh, never changing, God is sufficient, God is faithful, God is good, God is merciful, God is just. If we look at it in the other way around, if we can attribute this to God, we can also attribute this to love, in the sense that God is love and love is God. So thank you guys. Okay,
2: rounding it up, um we have a scripture, Romans eight verses thirty-eight down to thirty-nine. So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I'm convinced that this that his love will triumph over death and life's troubles, fallen angels or dark rulers in heavens. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. There is no power above us or beneath us, no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love, which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. The summary of this is saying that since we're in Christ, As a new creature, there is nothing that can separate us from this love that once you're in it, you're just like you're in it. You can't go out, you can't come out, you're just in it like you're there and nothing can ever separate us, not even life situations, not death, not sorrows, not sickness, nothing, not even sin can separate you from the very love of Christ.
1: Yeah, 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 Abi. you're right. You're very, very correct. I myself have learned a lot from this session. You know, there's one take home I think everybody should also do. There is nothing you can do for God to love you. His love is just natural. His love is there. And there's nothing else that can separate you for such love. Not even the angels can separate you from the love of Christ. Okay, this is where we draw the curtain and bring to an end for today's session. Okay, we'll be having this series once every week, every Saturday. Tune in, follow us, click the like button, tell your friends, advertise, we need do a lot too. of publicity, yeah, and feedbacks we need too. Comments. Yeah, feedbacks. We really love your feedbacks. Okay, so um, we'll bring it to a close. We thank God for today. See you guys, see you all next week. Thank you all.